War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 106, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, and you just heard the forecast. I mean, uh, this is just uh, delightful weather that we are experiencing. And then the weekend, boy, it sounds like it's, um, well, you just heard it yourself in the forecast that it's it's really going to be warm. Uh, but today is um, a little bit of sunshine in and out. This afternoon looks very pleasant. Boy, it's nice when the temperatures in the uh, in the you know low seventies, high sixties, low seventies, and then but then Saturday start to high eighties, approaching ninety. This portion of the program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, Forty Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Delicious food. Now they're going to be rocking. By the way, what a huge Celtic win last night! A blowout. That is unbelievable. And Saturday night, the garden will absolutely be rocking as um, the Heat come in. That was a huge, huge game for the Celtics to win. But catch all the action, and you can enjoy yourself at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakdown Hill Road in Lincoln. Well, folks, again, good afternoon. Um, you know, I, and I talk about it. I normally like to try to be a little upbeat, and that let alone, you know, it's a Friday afternoon, but this. This story, and and I think at the at the very least, um, let's stop calling that it was an error. I mean, anyone that really thinks that it was an error, that Rhode Island actually it it was a mistake. Um, the fact that the state committed census fraud—that's really what happened. So why don't we, you know, just for let let's stop calling it. An error, because it wasn't an error, and no one's going to convince me that this was done in, in error. And just so everyone is under, um, it's just so you understand. I do want to play um, that. There's a good both both television stations have good, I think, pretty good pieces on this. Um, and and you know, it it absolutely takes away and rattles. Not that a lot of people did, but. Any element of uh, confidence in our local government, um, it, it's it's really just disgraceful what has taken place. And, and it goes to if they're willing to commit fraud when it comes to the census and commit fraud with our own national government. Um, these are the same people that are going to be running the election or, you know, I mean, it's, it's the highest branches of, of government. And this was signed off as far as governor Raimondo signed off on it. And, you know, all of this business, see, it saved Rhode Island from losing a congressional seat. That, that shows me that that's along the lines of the ends justify the means. That comes under, to me, where they feel that, hey, you know, did we break the law? Did we commit fraud? Yes, we did. But we did it in order to save the congressional seat. So, you know, there's no other way. And that James Deosa, that former mayor of Central Falls, he basically comes out and says it. So I want to hear. This is, uh, I'll play both television stations. This is the... I believe the Channel 10 story on it, I believe we're going to have. So let me. Here we go. In fact, Rhode Island is one of the most overcounted states in the country. Hello again, everyone. I'm Gene Valicente. It's good to have you with us tonight. I'm Patrice Wood. Not a small number either. More than 50,000, and that's sparking a lot of questions. NBC 10's Gabrielle Caracciolo explains the impact in the Ocean State. A new report from the Census Bureau says the population of Rhode Island was overcounted by about 5%. That inaccuracy may be the reason Rhode Island kept its second seat in the House of Representatives. 
It's not totally surprising. According to election data services, in the 2020 census, Rhode Island only kept its second congressional seat by about 19,000 people. But now the latest study from the U.S. Census Bureau estimates the number of Rhode Island residents was overcounted by about 55,000 people. It was a little bit of luck that helped us keep that, that congressional seat because it was probably because there was an overcount. Um, that representation is hugely important. Experts say the main reason behind the overcount was due to some Rhode Islanders getting counted twice. John Marion with the nonpartisan common cause. Oh yeah, Rhode nonpartisan. Can easily happened by accident. So oftentimes, for instance, children uh, who are children of divorced parents might be counted by both parents uh, in both households. So it could be any number of reasons. The study won't change the distribution of U.S. House seats that was determined by the 2020 census, but it suggests Rhode Island shouldn't have kept both representatives after all. When you make a mistake like this, which is, you know, not a small mistake in terms of thousands of people, uh, you, you know, you reduce confidence in government agencies. And it can still have political ramifications. If we had lost uh, one of our congressional seats and David Cicilline would have had to uh, defend his position, you, you might think that Seth Magaziner would have stayed in the governor's race and not entered the congressional race. Reporting in Providence, Gabrielle Caracciolo, NBC 10 News. You know, again, I want to give credit to uh, Wendy Schiller who called it right out, that that is not a small error. That John Marion, that guy is so full of it. Uh, and he's, non, he's not nonpartisan. I mean, why don't we stop with that? Nonpartisan common cause. Common fraud is what they are. What an absolute jerk. You know, it, it angers me, folks. It does. Uh, you know, that's actually a good point, that had we lost the seat. But they keep arguing, oh, it's a good thing we made the error. Otherwise, Rhode Island would have lost the seat. That is the ends justify the means attitude, because that's how they approached it. That is absolutely how they approached this whole thing, which was the ends justify the means. Um, and I, 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 come on. Oh, yeah, they, they accidentally put in, and, and they're treating the government. Now, folks, listen, as much as, um, and people are saying, boy, wouldn't it be something if then a Republican, Cranston Mayor Alan Fung or, you know, Bob Lancia, if in fact they ended up winning that CD2, you know, the congressional seat that they saved in that way. That, that's, that's not the point. I don't think it's the point. Um, that, that, that is irrelevant. It's, it's if they are willing to do that, if they are willing to do that. With the census, why would anyone think that they would conduct a fair election? Because remember, you're dealing with a crowd, those in power that absolutely feel ends justify the means. You know, did we put down 55,000 people that, you know, don't. Yeah, but hey, we we were on the verge of losing. We were on the verge of losing the. You know, the, the seat. So in their mind, it's the ultimate, the ends justify the means. I, I just, there, there's nothing about this that is good. Because if the state was making certain decisions and therefore losing population, then those in charge should have to face the ramifications of that. But they again, I mean, this is absolutely fraud. This is the uh, Channel 12 story on it. A study just released today suggests the state overcounted residents by more than 5%. It's that high population count that allowed Rhode Island to avoid losing one of its two U.S. House seats. 12 News reporter Anita Pafoni spoke to a good government group today who says these results are not surprising. Well, Mike and Brian, Rhode Island was among eight states that the Census Bureau believes were overcounted in 2020. Roughly 55,000 extra people were counted here in the Ocean State. Despite this error, Rhode Island will not lose its second seat in the U.S. House. This error explains why it was such a surprise to political observers when Rhode Island kept its two congressional seats following the 2020 census. That's according to John Marion of good government group Common Cause Rhode Island. We're just sort of the, the lucky uh, state because of statistical error.
Marion says errors during the census aren't uncommon, but believes the COVID-19 pandemic likely contributed to such a high overcount. The main cause, Marion says, was people were likely counted more than once. Census count began in mid-March of 2020 at literally the same week the lockdown began. So lots of people were moving. A post-census survey by federal officials found Rhode Island was overcounted by 5%, roughly 55,000 people, ranking third after Hawaii and Delaware. The state was able to save its second congressional seat by approximately 19,000 people. Marion says despite these findings, it will not change the number of congressional House seats Rhode Island has because of a 1999 Supreme Court ruling. The pandemic had never happened. In all likelihood, we would have lost our additional congressional seat. But this does signal problems when the next census is in 2030, when Rhode Island could likely lose its second seat because the population isn't growing as rapidly as originally thought. Now, one of Rhode Island's Republican National Committee members, Steve Frias, called the overcount on Twitter terrible, saying this sort of news causes people to be more skeptical of eliminating mail balloting safeguards and to support voter ID. I'm Anita Buffoni, 12 News. You know, again, not bad, but notice the um, folks, it is it is the ultimate. The ends justify the means. You can even hear it in the reporting. And now you know why it was perpetrated. I believe there should be an investigation. Uh, I never bought any of this. And it also piggies back, it, it piggybacks into, I believe, that why would we trust them when it comes to an election? Why would we trust them? Look at the mindset that James Deosa Central Falls, his mindset of this is absolutely, well, you know, we had to do this because otherwise, blah, blah, blah. And... Boy, that let's stop saying um, nonpartisan. As far as let, let let's stop with the nonpartisan John Marion. That guy is an absolute embarrassment. Common cause, it's common fraud. And good for Steve Frias, by the way. I hope he keeps speaking out. At least someone did. What an absolute disgrace! Yeah, they were handing out money. They had a budget of 1.6 million. So, yep, that is exactly right. And why? Why would we trust that they would handle an election in an honest way? I think, you know, folks. What did uh, you know? The expression when someone tells you who they are, believe them. That's exactly what, like that James Diosa of Central Falls, his whole attitude of, uh, well, you know, we were going to, we were going to lose the, the seat. And so therefore we had to do this because God forbid, you know, we, it, here's their mindset. And I, I want you to understand what their, their attitude is. We can't have fair elections because if if we had can you like they're at it to can you look at this talk about thank you John Marion all your hard work to ensure every Rhode Islander has their voice heard. Wow, not not even an apology. Spent a great evening with the. Who's that? The North Kingstown Democrats. He was at, it looks like back 40. That guy is running for general treasurer. What a disgrace. But I, oh, the exit of Democrats. No, it looks like same spot. Is that Gorbea? Oh, is she there also? Oh, and there's Deborah Giro. Oh, these are, so that's who goes to these things. Oh, that's right. They meet with the different town committees. I don't know who that guy is. Um, wow. Look at that. Celebrating fraud. It is a, it is a celebration of census fraud. Because they did overcount. And in their mind, they got away with it. But I don't know about that. 
I think there should be an investigation. And I obviously can't do it as we speak, but I certainly want to look into it. And I want to find out what type of recourse that could come of this. I can tell already, folks, you know, just the attitude. Buddy Cianci would have thought this was funny. And I don't know about that. He wasn't very fond of them. He wasn't fond of Cicilline. He, I'll tell you that much. Why would Buddy? So is that what it's supposed to be? We're all supposed to laugh it off? As one of those reps said, oh, it's the most Rhode Island thing ever. You know, what, what does that tell you when they're taking that attitude? Folks, what do you think the reaction would be if this were Republicans that were involved in this? What do you think the reaction would, would be um, if, in fact, this had been Republicans that were in charge of the census? So let me just see a comment from... Um, We know why. Let me just, um, less than stellar results. Imagine if the uh, Rhode Island GOP had been in, if the Rhode Island GOP had been in charge of um in charge of the census and you got this type of result. And in what the re- meaning and imagine what the reaction would have been to that. And the 55,000 overcount. Huh. That would be a different reaction. But notice also, there's no effort to try to straighten this out. Now, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Now, I also want to point out, we have not learned yet why Governor McGreed, why he canceled that press briefing yesterday. He was supposed to have a press briefing yesterday. He canceled it last minute with no. No explanation. But just so we're clear, and you should know, the, um, the, the reaction of how they are handling and moving forward with these voting issues, ballot issues, um, it, it's, you know, it's, it's troubling to say the least. It's troubling to say the least. But I repeat, you know, this, I don't want to say the media is complicit, because if the media was complicit, there'd be no talk of this. I'll say this, it is a challenge. Uh, this whole thing seems suspicious. If you wanna, want to read about it, I've been writing consistently about it since last spring. And I, I go along with, if they can cheat on the census, what, what will they do on the elections? Um, there is no reason to have faith in the way Rhode Island elections are handled. None. Why should we have faith in how they're going to handle it if they can cheat? Now, you know, what's also interesting is they're also, what's important to learn here is the timeline involved. Because they're basically all pointing this off that they all committed fraud with the Trump administration, and they don't even apologize for it. It wasn't an error. Come on, it wasn't an error that they overcounted by 55, basically the population of East Providence. So that that's, now Dr. Fauci delivered the, um, he spoke to the graduating class at Roger Williams University. I'm seeing right now, Dr. Fauci warns the graduates about normalization of untruth. And American, Americans must reject the normalization of untruth or face the prospect of decline into a way of life where the veracity becomes subservient to propaganda. 
rather than upheld as a guiding principle of creating and sustaining a just social order. That was his concluding advice. He says, he said, I should say, during the COVID-19 pandemic, I've experienced firsthand something that troubled, saddened me, a deep divisiveness in our nation. Unfortunately, difference of opinion or ideology is sometimes propped up by deliberate distortion of reality to the point of fabrication, conspiracy theories, and outright lies. Segments of our society have grown increasingly inured to such falsehoods. Yet the outrage in dissent against this trend has been muted and mild. So if you remember nothing else of what I say today, I appeal to please remember this. It's our collective responsibility to not tacitly accept the normalization of untruth. Because if we do, we invite danger to ourselves, our families, our communities, and our country. Fauci began his address describing health inequities. Initially, he said aligns what he's learned about Roger Williams. And by the way, he did this by Zoom, I believe. Yes, he did this. He was not there. He did it by Zoom. Um, call to action. Let our collective memory of the health. You know, they're big on the inequities. And that, that was the Dr. Scott thing. Um, if you want to go fast, go alone. You want to go far, go together. He was introduced by Senator Jack Reed, was awarded an honorary degree, as were Rachel Rollins, U.S. Attorney for the District of Massachusetts, who's a complete nut job. Uh, Justice Frank Flaherty, who ran into trouble with the Ethics Commission and then had to leave the Rhode Island Supreme Court. Um, And John McConnell, Chief Judge of the U.S. District Court of Rhode Island. So I think it's um, interesting how uh, Dr. Fauci weighs in on the Rhode Island census fraud scandal. That's very interesting to me that he chose uh, that platform that he decided to weigh in on that. Now, they're going to say, oh, no, that's not what he was talking about. I think that's exactly what he was talking about. I also want to census era. How do we know it was an era? What, why are the press doing this? How, how do we know it was an era? Why do, why do they even put a headline like that? I, I, it, I don't believe it was an era. It was not done in era. It was, it was purposeful fraud. That's exactly what it was. Purposeful fraud. And the media should stop. Referring to it in that way. Purposeful. It was a era. What a joke. So that that John Marion, that guy's a disgrace. Oh yeah, he's real nonpartisan. He is he gives the appearance of oh common causes in on it. Common causes in on this. How do you overcount by 55,000 people? Instead of adding 44,000 new residents, Rhode Island lost 10,500 residents over the course of the decade. Oh, yeah, that was an era. You know, it's so hard to, and look at, and John Marion of Common Cause with all the excuses. You see, what? how, how does he know how it was done? How does he know that? He doesn't know that. Unless, no, see, he... He gives credence to the whole thing, you know, and that's what's also it's frightening. He should, by the way, should not be doing that, should not be doing that. But no, he's happy to go along because their attitude is ends justify the means. And that James Diosa, he said it best. Well, we were, you know, we were going to lose a seat 
and we were worried about that, and blah, 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 and I, you know, and we had to do what we had to do, and that, that is their attitude for everything, and it is really, really disgraceful. Now, I recognize it is a Friday. Good afternoon, folks. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Well, it's going to be a beautiful weather weekend. And here's what the folks involved want to happen. They want this story to go away. They absolutely want this entire story to just evaporate. And they want, you know, it's going to hit into the weekend. And then... It's a new week, and then it just starts to go away. So, uh, um, but I, I am going to follow up because I believe there should be an investigation. I refuse to accept that this was done in error. Come on, this is Rhode Island we're talking about. They don't make those they don't make those types of mistakes. Here is the, um, the original complete count committee. Okay, there is Kathy Gregg has this. Uh, you have your co-chairs, of course. Gina Raimondo. Oh, the co-chairs were Scott and Diosa. So let's see everybody on the committee. Um... Here are all the committee members um, and their titles. Uh, how many people are there? Well, you have a lot of them, so then it's tough to it's tough to track them. So let me just go through. Uh, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, Diosa, Sandra Cano, Anastasia Williams. Reverend Donald, now Donnie Anderson, Angie Okomo, United Way, Ba Omar, who's now running for CD2 Congress, Refugee Dream Center, Latino Policy Institute, Meredith Brady, um, let's see, Tim Byrne, union person, Dorcas International, AARP, Pat Crowley of the Union, a City of Providence person, Brian Daniels, uh, Jessica David, Rhode Island Foundation, she's an inside player, Dan Egan, um, College Universities, Emmanuel, Rachel Flum, Economic Progress Institute, used to be the Poverty Institute, they changed the name, Melina Flynn Law, that's an immigration attorney. Uh, Rhode Island Coalition for the Homeless, of course. Partnership for Rhode Island. Uh, uh, Mayor Pawtucket. There you go. Melissa Husband, Officer, Office of Secretary of State. Uh, Matt Jerzyk, City of Central Falls, City Solicitor. Very interesting. John Marion, Common Cause, Rhode Island Coalition Family and Children, whoever they are. Karen Miller, uh, Newport Housing, another United Way. Lauren Nosura, uh, Janine Nottamassey, Cranston Public Schools, I think that's Union. Dave Preston, of course, there you go. David's along for the ride, New Harbor Group. Um, you think he's going to rock any boat? He's looking to get money out of this whole thing. And I know David, and I consider him a friend, but uh, Office of the Health Insurance Commissioner, Jordan Seabury, uh, Rhode Island Housing, Susan Short, Brown University Population Studies and Training Center, uh, City of Providence Office of Mayor Alorza put someone in there. Someone from the Champlin Foundation. They're very generous, as a matter of fact. Jim Vinson. Oh, got to get him in there. NAACP. Lori White. Speaking of the word useless. Daryl Waldron of the Rhode Island Indian Council. 
Jeffrey Williams, King's Cathedral. Boy, this this, this nobody biased here. Grandmaker Council, Chandor Womack, and then the Veterans Office. There you go. Well, let's get the subpoenas going and get some of these people under oath. I am willing to bet a number of these people attended whatever meetings they were supposed to go to and getting part of the whole thing. But then as it started to, uh, they even have a section, non-English speaking people of Providence. Hard to count census tracts, I can imagine. And let's zero in on that. And they all just want to congratulate themselves. You know, I'm also not even going to respond. There are people I've, uh, you know, I hate people that are late to the party who have no idea what they're talking about. But it never stops them from weighing in. Never stops them from weighing in on it. And and especially the ones that like to, like, run. Um, they like to, like, answer for people. And they think they're being helpful. So, I, you know, many times, maybe, maybe just because you don't know doesn't mean that that everyone else doesn't know. So maybe certain times you want to just, what's the word I'm looking for? Hush. I, uh, I love the, oh, yeah, no, he, John Marion said it's all, fe- yeah, okay. Yeah, it's all federal. Huh. What about these names? What about the names that I just mentioned? Does that seem federal? I don't think it's federal. Yes, that's exactly right. Yes, indeed. He is still on that list. City Hall's Central Falls City Solicitor. Of course he is. Well, my question is, what is, how would he, and I'm going to start to go after this. I think it's fair game. How would he, see, he's also the connection to Sabina Matos, the McKee administration. So I'm going to start to explore what is the relationship to the Matt Jersick's relationship to the McKee administration since he was on the kids count thing. I think that's that's a fair question. I think that's a very fair question. So, no, I don't believe that. No, it wasn't federal. It is disgraceful. It's not going to be all unpacked in one day. It's just not. Um, None of it should go on. This just, it does. Anyone that doesn't think that this undermines confidence in election, you are, you're dreaming. You just are. Um, and, and, and anyone that thinks that somehow that this was not done uh, deliberately, I, I don't. Th- this wasn't an error. But here's a, here's a problem. Um, oh, okay. Let me see if John Francis is in. Otherwise, he's posting that he might not be in. Competition shooting supplies. Here's a problem, though, quickly. See, the problem is who's objecting is people that want fair elections. In this state, those are Republicans. So the media, as we've talked about, you know, I don't mean to be redundant here. They, where do you think they fall in? Where do you think they fall into the equation? Um, they they do certainly don't want to support Republicans, and they certainly don't want to support anyone remotely connected to the Trump administration. Therefore, thereby, they will side with the Democrats who do not want fair elections. So, all right, let's see right now at one forty on this Friday if we can get. Uh, our friend John Francis on the line. Of he, he, folks, there he is. Joining us on the line right now is our friend from John uh, Competition Judo Supplies. It's John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? You're open on this Friday. How are you? 
I'm doing okay. Oh, good. Well, I know I saw on Facebook that you were maybe going to be open and closed, but you are open. That is good news for everyone listening. The weather is terrific. A lot of people are starting to realize uh, that now is the time if they've been waiting. There's good inventory on both firearms and ammunition at competition shooting supplies. Yes. Yeah, no, uh, we've been getting, uh, I'm, I'm doing uh, just fine. I've got plenty of uh, uh, 9 millimeter. I just got some more 45 ACP. Uh, we've got 12-gauge target loads. Those have been pretty hard to get. Um, I've got 223, 5.56. Uh, yeah, we got plenty of range ammo for this coming weekend. Now, John Francis, I received an email from Jeremy saying, does John Francis has still have some of those defense Defensive rifles in stock. Uh, I do. Uh, I also have an assortment of uh, twelve gauge defense shotguns as well. Oh, excellent, folks! Again, we're speaking with John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, four thirty five Benefit Street in Pawtucket. And John Francis, for right now, for someone that would like to get a blue card, how are the local police departments handling it? What type of turnaround are we talking about? Where do things stand on this Friday? Uh, so the blue card testing is not handled by local police departments. That is processed by the Rhode Island Division of Fish and Wildlife, which is part of the uh, DEM uh, yep. here in the state. Okay. So every gun store gives the test. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, we certainly give it here. There's no appointment necessary. I give the test uh, up to one half hour before closing every day. And uh, uh, so when we get finished... Uh, at the end of the day, I mail those forms, uh, the test sheet to the state, and then uh, as long as you pass, they'll usually send the card to you within one to two weeks. Mm. Now, also, folks, remember, John Francis also comes into contact with sometimes some very unique firearms that people either sell to him or sell on consignment. That can be done. Um, I, I don't see anything posted on Facebook, but anything interesting right now out of the ordinary? Uh, no, nothing out of the ordinary right now. Okay. Well, you normally, from time to time, do, and that's still yeah. something that sometimes, as you've talked about, sometimes people inherit a collection of firearms. Sometimes people in this economy say, you know, I wouldn't mind being a little more liquid. And so there's always uh, a market for that. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, you know, people have uh, some stuff they don't want to, they don't want or need anymore. Uh, we're always looking uh, for good used guns, and uh, we also do consignments as well. That's right. Folks, it's Competition Shooting Supplies. John Francis, what are your hours for today and also for tomorrow? Uh, so today, I'm open till 6 o'clock, and tomorrow, 9 to 4. All right. You are the defender of the faith. Be well, and we'll talk to you again soon. You too, John. Thank All you. right, folks, there it is. John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, my gun guy. It's one forty-four on this Friday. Folks, again, I fully understand it's a Friday. I just saw an email. If you want to send me an email, the easiest thing to do is to go to my website, depetro.com, and you just click on Contact John. Um, but the the easiest thing to do, and I, I get it. Um, it, is, um, it, it, it is just, it, it is such a drag that, that we even have to deal with this. Um, Census is federal. Did Gorbea assist? Well, I, you know, I know, see, people are putting that out there, this business about that it's federal. That, I want you to understand, I, I first of all, they had a tough time finding census workers also because of COVID. But all of them to be saying that it's federal. That's that's part of the case, but I'm going to post. There's a huge local. That is true. It is initially done, but there was a big local group that got together, and they had a budget of 1.6 million. So, as much as John Marion and these others and these people are trying to, like, even help them out um, with this information. By trying to say and pivot, and they they want to say, oh no, it's all done federally. This this was uh, these groups were you know working on this, and these groups were 
you know, again, I'm going to defer you. Go to the website. They, they were paying illegals to fill it out. There were a lot of politically connected people here. She did have, Gorbea had someone from her office part of this group. So what's happening is people are jumping in on uh, John Marion and some of these others trying to say, oh, no, no, we didn't handle it. Well, the fact that the way the count was done and the fact that they were paying illegals to do it, John Marion and the of Common Fraud and the rest of these people, they're trying to act like, oh, you know, they, they may have come in and they, um, you know, they may have been doing this and blah, blah, blah. Like almost like hey, we had nothing. To, they absolutely had something to do with it. They had census forms. They were part of going the day to day. You know, the people that were hired and someone sent me an email. Well, John Francis is trying to John, not John Francis, John Marion of Common Cause is trying to say, well, you know, that guy, he was, and I wrote about, folks, I put the, his last name's Estrada. I know the brother. There's nothing, he didn't do anything wrong. He did exactly what he was paid to do. Oh, he was a private contractor, and I don't know exactly what he was doing. And, you know, that John Marion, the guy is just, he's a pathological liar. Oh, well, they may have double counted URI students, and, and there's a lot of divorced kids. And so then he knows it's a lie. He knows it's a lie. No, it's not. It's, you you see their answers. Their answers are that it was it was the ends justify the means. And that Matt Jerzyk, see, he is, I believe, the secret weapon that McKee is counting on. That guy, Matt Jerzyk, is dirty. He's slippery. He was part of the Mattiello campaign. He um he also has an undisclosed relationship to the McKee administration. And, you know, here's the thing. And I get that it's 148. And I also understand that the rest of the media, it's, it's like when there's the worst kept secret, right? Like there were certain people in Certain officials or judges that a lot of times that have a drinking problem and a lot of times the media looks the other way. Well, there is a connection with the McKee administration and this um, Matt Jerzyk that they're not disclosing. But I think it needs to be disclosed. And and I, I don't believe that the, 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 you know the other media they they don't want to talk about it, and everybody want to look wants to look the other way, but it's it's a conflict of interest, and it should be revealed. And I'm going to start to reveal it then, because I I am so disgusted with how these people are acting, and and I'm also disgusted that the local media is going along with this foolishness of oh yeah it was an error. It was an error, and they, they by accident, they counted 55,000 people twice. It, it, it's such crap. And for the, you know, they're joking about Buddy Ciencio, it's the most Rhode Island thing ever. No, it's fraud. They committed fraud. And it's, it, it affects the state. Because as I've explained, there are certain areas, primarily Providence, that should not have the number of reps they have at the state house. So it has a, a big impact. Um, I, and, and, and more importantly, what they're basically doing is in Diosa, that mayor of Central Falls, the answer is right there, which is the ends justify the means. You know, did we commit fraud? Right? Like I told you. It's like Colonel Jessup and a few good men. Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? You're damn right I did. You cut those guys loose. Right, Tom Cruise, that very dramatic scene. Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? And what does he say? You're damn right I did. That's exactly right. That is the element um, of that Diosa is basically... Saying that, you know, you can't handle the truth. The truth is that if we didn't do that, 
these Trump people were taken over and we were going to lose the congressional seat. And so, you know, if you're asking me, did I fudge the number? You're damn right I fudged the numbers. Yes, I did. 55,000. Yes, I did. You know I, yeah. So we're entitled to answers. Santiago wasn't to be touched. Then why did he have to be transferred? Colonel, Lieutenant Kendrick ordered the code red, didn't he? Because yep. that's what you told him that's right. to do. Object, when you went back, you cut these guys loose. Your Honor, you have more of this inside the phone transfer. Your Honor, right. you have the logbook. 55,000. Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? You don't have to answer the question. I'll answer the question. Deosa. You want answers? Did you order the code red? Answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's going to do it? You? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? <laughs> I have a greater responsibility. That is such a good line of the you, Weinberg. The actor that he directs that to which is an uh, anti-Semitic reference. He said not a day goes by that when he's crossing the street, someone yells out, you, Weinberg. And stand opposed. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Did you order the code red? I did the job. Did you order the code red? You're goddamn right I did. Well, there you go. Sorry about that, folks. I know that people don't appreciate I forgot. I thought it's just your damn right I did. All right. Um, good afternoon. I am telling you, someone did. And Ramundo, oh, oh, did they make a mistake? Oh, oh, I see. Oh, did they put an extra 55,000 people? Folks, again, I want to repeat. Is there anyone with half a brain right now at 153 on this Friday? Listing on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM or online at the website to beatro.com. Is there anyone that thinks that this crowd is capable of running a fair election? Anybody? Absolutely not. No way, no how. All right, let me see if we can get the Queen of Health on the line with us. Folks, it's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Folks, there she is on this delightful Friday. It's our friend Marie. Good afternoon, Marie. Good afternoon, John. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, Marie. God is good. The weather is great. This weekend is going to be terrific. It's my health is nice and cool. But what I like is as COVID is raising its ugly head, people realize the importance of staying healthy. And that's what It's My Health is all about. Absolutely. If people were thinking about backing off on their vitamin D or their quercetin and zinc, they shouldn't. Just stick with it. Murray, you also carry a tremendous selection of bulk herbs, teas, and spices. Tell us about them. I do carry quite a variety. We're into the uh, many hundreds at this point of uh, herbs and spices and teas. And it's going to be hot this weekend, so iced tea is going to be the, the winner. So I would definitely make some iced tea tonight so that you have plenty of it for the weekend. And also, if you would just touch it, you have so many different teas. Again, I always love when I get email from people that in the past they were ordering some tea online. They didn't even realize that they didn't get it. It's my health, 1099 Mended Road in Cumberland. It's an ever-growing list of teas as we find different blends or individual herbs that people want um, or you know, new things that are just really tasty. We just bring them on in. Now, Marie, on top of that, you know, children are still top of mind because of the virus, uh, staying healthy. We also saw the other day, it is very disturbing, the amount of childhood obesity in Rhode Island. It's very, very high. You have some tremendous vitamins and products specifically for the health of children. We, we do. We have homeopathic remedies and we have... Quite a few different vitamins, um, even individual vitamins like vitamin D, calcium, vitamin C, um, elderberries, so elderberry gummies for kids. Now, Marie, on top of that, someone is listening right now and they're thinking they have an older pet and your selection on for both people and pets. 
but on CBD and hemp products is really remarkable. And folks, what I found is just how knowledgeable Marie is on those two areas. Well, it's our customers giving us feedback, you know, that helps, um, gives us the information that then we can share with the next person who has a similar problem going on, whether it's them or their pet who needs it for anxiety or sleeplessness or for pain. Folks, again, it's Marie. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Marie, what are your hours for the rest of the remainder of the day and your hours for tomorrow? We'll be here till 530 today and then tomorrow from 9 to 4. Folks, heavy is the head that wears the crown and she is the queen of health. She wears it proudly. Folks, it's our friend Marie at It's My Health. Marie, keep up the great work and we'll talk to you again. Thank you. Have a great weekend. All right, folks, there it is. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Well, I'm going to let you know. We are not going to let this story go. And if you missed my interview with Nick Oliver earlier, um, he resigned. You know, the guy is thoughtful. He is knowledgeable. And he resigned from the East Providence canvassers uh, position. He's on the board of canvassers in the city of East Providence saying, I, I can't go along with this. I can't sign off and say that this is a fair election with all these mail ballots and what the state is putting forward. You know, he also touched on there's no there's no thought in the state on conflict of interest, right? That Nellie Gorbea, the secretary of state, who's running for the office of governor, should she really be the person who's then like cherry picking what laws she wants to implement for her primary for governor? I also want to point out to people, they, they fully believe that whoever wins the Democrat primary is going to be the governor. Now, I've met the Republican challenger, Ashley Kalis, and I'm going to give, listen, I've seen her now. I've run into her on two different occasions, and then I met with her. She is smart. She is intelligent. She has been successful. Um. But they in no way take her seriously. They in no way take her seriously. And not because of that a Republican could not win in Rhode Island. It's all because they feel she just doesn't know how the game is run. You know, the two frontrunners here, McKee and Gorbea, you know, they feel Governor Dan McReed, uh, McKee, and Nellie Gorbea, they both feel it's game on with mail ballots. That's what they're doing. That's not leadership. They're not saying, you know, we got to close these loopholes. We shouldn't have all this. That's not what they're saying. They're saying, you know what? Game on. You want to stuff ballot ballots and, and lock those drop boxes? I'm going to do it too. What you, you know, he, her, Gorbea, and that Gonzalo Cuervo, they're running as a team to grab mail ballots out of Providence and McKee is saying, I got Matos in Providence, and I got Jerzyk in Central Falls, and I got Grabian in Pawtucket. So game on. Let's see who can grab the most fraudulent ballots to win the primary. Folks, this is the state we're living in. Again, this portion of the John DePietro Show, brought to you by the, the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Stop it and see them. 40 Breakton Kill Road in Lincoln. Hey, listen, I want you to enjoy this Friday. Thank you to Jeff. Great job as always. Steve. WNRI Winsocket. Thank you.